This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Mount Park. Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello and welcome to Savor, production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we have an episode for you about carrageenans. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Which is kind of accidentally timely or we didn't know it was going to be timely <laughs> yeah uh-huh because um because we 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 try to do something like irishly thematic for saint patrick's day every year and uh and this year i was like oh i i don't i don't really have something um but, and we're we're kind of mixing around uh episode topics due to my completely wonky work schedule over the past <laughs> couple weeks uh and then Annie was like, no, actually, Carrageenans are, you know, super Irish, so that counts. Right, because you'd suggested it before, and then it got all shuffled around because right. we were trying to meet all of these other tent poles. Yeah. And I was like, well. <laughs> actually. Act- well, actually, Lauren. <laughs> Which was a surprise to me. I didn't know that. Uh, was there any other reason why you first suggested this. Oh, okay. Um I I've I've been meaning to do uh like one of these food additives that that works kind of like this for a while because I'm really fascinated about them and and just wanted to learn more. Uh and and also right, like, you know, like like in my like balance of of topics I try to look at different stuff that that isn't just a, a dish or isn't just um an ingredient. And incorporate mm-hmm. those as well. And so, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And I was excited to learn more about this one because you see it on a lot of labels, but I was never oh, really yeah. sure what it was. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. I was like, or, or how it works or what it do. So, sure. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. Yeah. This was a really fun one to read about. Um, if you want 
to go into exhaustive detail about this stuff, you can. You can, my friends. Um, <laughs> I would I would love to send you some research papers to read. Uh, <laughs> they're I'm really cool. Signing more homework, like legitimately. <laughs> go read these research papers. Yeah, I mean, if you want to know more, by heck, you can. Uh, yes. <laughs> The information is out there for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, we are mm-hmm. going to summarize. <laughs> yeah. We, yes, yes, yes. we are a food show. Uh, that's something that I had to remind myself of extra often in this in, in the creation of this outline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, frequently we have to do, but this one certainly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I guess brings us to our question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Carrageenans. What are they? Well, uh, carrageenans are a category of starches that can be extracted from red seaweed that are just, like, really good at glomming onto water molecules and forming gels. They are thus used in all kinds of foods as a thickener or stabilizer or emulsifier or binder. And they're just, like, super useful because because they, they don't have a flavor. Um, and they don't dissolve in stuff like alcohols or oils. So you can use them in a lot of different types of foods and beverages, and they'll they'll hold up. But yeah, they're they're a natural polymer that you can harvest from seaweed, which is a renewable resource. It also means that you can use them in in vegetarian foods. And they are biodegradable. Um, they're they're like gelatin, but from plants. Uh, they're um they're, they're like a really multi-purpose jello. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get it, carrageenan. <laughs> yeah, not the jello is not also multi-purpose, but carrageenan uh. is like a little bit more multi-purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> but okay. Uh, in plants that grow on land, uh, their their cell walls contain starches called cellulose. Um, th- that provides the structure in plant cells, and and thus cellulose is how plants can grow tall or stiff or strong, like um like 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 wheat or or wood or cotton. Yeah, um, some types of seaweed do have cellulose, but other types have carrageenan instead. And in these seaweeds, carrageenan provides like flexible structure and uh, like like flotation capacity. There are a whole bunch of different genuses and species of red seaweeds in the botanical class of Floridiophyceae. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I, we just took like a five minute break for me to look it up. I'm still not sure. Anyway, um, a, a whole bunch of different red seaweeds produce carrageenans and are farmed or harvested for that purpose. To extract uh, the carrageenans, basically, very basically, you you dry the seaweed, you wash it, and then heat it with water that has been treated to be alkaline. Um, and then these these complex starches will wash out. Uh, you can then filter them and wash them down with some alcohol to like dehydrate and purify them. Uh, then dry that to obtain like basically like a sheet of hard fiber that you can grind to whatever particle size you want. And that is what food producers buy to incorporate into their recipes. And I, I did say basically and emphasized because I am like hella simplifying this process. Um, the the specific ways that carrageenan is extracted are are guarded trade secrets, like like Willy Wonka level guarded, um, because it is an exacting and expensive process. And there there are actually six different grades or forms of carrageenan. 
that all have slightly different properties that are produced depending on the exact process that you use. Um, so, so yeah. The three grades most commonly used for our purposes are kappa, iota, and lambda, but I am not getting into all that. That is part of that stuff that I said earlier. You can look into it if you want to. We're, <laughs> we're ostensibly a food show. Um, <laughs> speaking of, uh, it's, yeah, used to make jellies and puddings and as a binding or gelling agent in all kinds of processed foods from, like, chocolate milk or just regular milk, um, uh, oat milk, stuff like that, ice cream to baby food to chocolate to canned pet foods. It's also used in personal care products like toothpaste for, for, for texture, in pharmaceuticals like pills for the extended release of drugs, and in cosmetics to make them gel up or stay stable. Yes. Multipurpose jello, like you said. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> what about the nutrition? Ooh, this one. <laughs> this one uh-huh. is contested and complicated. Um, all right. It's been generally assumed that carrageenan, like cellulose, is not broken down by our digestive system, that it's like nutritionally null. Yeah. Um, cellulose is dietary fiber, which has been shown to be like physically useful in our guts. Yeah. Um, basically, again, emphasizing that um, there has not been enough research into what happens to carrageenan in our digestive system to say whether our bodies break it down or not. And the contentious part here comes in because, okay, when you extract carrageenan with alkaloids, as I described, you get, like, nice, sturdy, normal carrageenan. But when you extract it with acids, it can degrade into what's called polygenin, which is an inflammatory agent and can cause ulcers and cancers to develop. Uh, there's been concern that stomach acid can do this. But so far, studies have not shown that this is what actually happens in our bodies. Um, And so carrageenans are generally recognized as safe. If you find that eating foods that contain carrageenan gives you digestive upset, don't don't eat those foods. Don't do that. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, save your motto. Bodies are complicated, and more research is necessary. Indeed. Uh-huh. And we will... Yeah, we're going to talk more about that in the history section. We sure are. Um, <laughs> we do have some numbers for you. We do. Okay. Um, because it is a major structural component of the seaweeds that produce it, carrageenans make up between 30 and 75% of the dry weight of those seaweeds. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a bunch of our other numbers are, are going are, are like in demonstration of the way that this industry has grown over the past like 20 to 40 years. So, OK, as of 1984, uh, over just over 43,000 metric tons of seaweed were produced for carrageenan every year. And as of 1991, the industry was worth about 100 million bucks a year. Right. Uh, but carrageenan use rose five times just from 2000 to 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 five times an increase. Yeah. Um, and around the same period, the, the number of scientific publications investigating carrageenans doubled. Uh, only about 16 percent of those publications are about food science and technology, though. Uh, the majority have to do with medical science. 
Um, and mm-hmm. and I will say that like the potential medical applications of carrageenans are really cool. Um, other than in like pills and stuff, like I was just talking about, um, they're being they're, they're being used as like a, like a wound covering, like like for wound treatments. Mm-hmm. And also, they're one of the substances being investigated for like three D printing organs oh. and healing bones and stuff like that. So. Oh, so cool. Very cool. Anyway. Very cool. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And 200,000 tons of seaweed was harvested for carrageenan in 2016. So, yes, pretty meteoric rise here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I am Mm -hmm. so excited to get into this history section. All of this, I just, y'all know, like, we're nerds, and and this just makes (laughs) me so happy. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yes. And we will get into that history section. But first, we're going to get into a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. Okay, so seaweed... And it's many other uses, separate episodes. Oh, gosh, yes. Yes. Because very specific things we could talk about in that wide category. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, briefly, historians believe humans have been harvesting seaweeds like chondrus crippus. I'm going to go with it, which is what carrageenan <laughs> huh. uh, falls under, for around 14,000 years. Uh, yes, that is one of the primary, uh, yeah, red, red seaweeds used for the production of this. 
Yes, exactly. Um, there's evidence of it being used medicinally in China that goes back to 600 BCE. Mm-hmm. And people living in the British Isles where it grows natively were eating seaweed by 400 BCE. And this thick seaweed, um, which was sometimes referred to as Irish moss, uh, mm. flourishes along these coastlines and particularly on Ireland's coastline. Like imagine kind of a rocky coastline and they're growing up in between yeah. the rocks. Yeah. Um, It has been cultivated along this coast for hundreds of years, at least, and used medicinally uh, and in foods due to these gelling properties that it has. Uh And I found a lot of things about this. Allegedly, the name derives from Keragin, an Irish word meaning little rock, or I read in another place meaning rock moss. Yeah, and that word popped up around 1829 and might have come from the place name Keraginhead which is a cape in Northwest Ireland. In 1962, a British pharmacist by the name of Edward Stanford introduced the term um, carrageenan with an I-N at the end um, to refer to the gel that he extracted from Irish moss. Uh, We changed the spelling to A-N in the 1960s or thereabouts to conform to nomenclature for the type of starch that they are, which is a polysaccharide. Um, again, we're a food show. <laughs> fun times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun times with Irish pronunciations as well. So, Oh, also, we yes, I'm so sorry. Okay, I, I hope <laughs> I hope that I'm not butchering everything this episode. Yeah. We're, we're doing Me our too. best. <laughs> we are, we are. Um, by the 19th century, the Irish used carrageenan as a cure for the common colds uh, and symptoms that came with it. And they used it too to heal sick calves. Um, they also used it in foods. Uh-huh. And so the basic process for making carrageenan at the time in that area went like this. So you would harvest the seaweed, you would lay it out to dry, wash it, boil it, and then add it to all kinds of things uh, from tonics, including hot toddies with mm. whiskey and lemon huh. as a cure for colds and the like, uh, fawns I read in places, yeah. beers, and as an ingredient in the traditional Irish pudding, blamage. I hope I'm getting that correct. Um, a 19th century cookbook for the sick included a recipe for this dish, adding that it has a smell, quote, resembling the odor of the sea, which many like. And and, and it's interesting. Um, th- these, these recipes from the early 1900s, this is a milk-based pudding that extracts the carrageenan by simmering the seaweed in milk, um, which uh, is an alkaline substance. So there you go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Then add like a little bit of lemon or vanilla extract for flavor. So, so simple. So nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and carrageenan also played an important role during the Irish potato famine of the 1800s as a way to boost nutrition because um, people would make this fortified drink by adding red seaweed to a mixture of warm milk, sugar, and spices. And from what I read, you can still find this drink uh, in parts of Ireland and the Caribbean. Um, People that left Ireland for the U.S. during the famine arrived just as the first seaweed farms were getting underway off the coast of Massachusetts. Yeah. um, And and this this wouldn't be um, this would be a little bit extra filling. Uh, Again, pretty much nutritionally void, but would help fill you up. So sure. Yeah. Uh, Carrageenan, though, didn't take off in the U.S. until... World War II, uh, when shortages hit a similar ingredient, agar, and people were looking for a suitable substitute, carrageenan. Um, 
By the mid-1900s, carrageenan was an ingredient in all sorts of things, from chocolate milks uh, to ice creams to frozen foods. The FDA approved carrageenans as safe in 1961, and then that was followed by several other institutions and countries also saying that, yes, this is a safe ingredient. Uh Uh, And in more recent years, carrageenan is commonly used in vegan and organic products, and this is where some of that controversy comes in uh-huh. uh, that you mentioned, Lauren. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the nutrition section. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and some calls for bans. So this is indeed very complicated. Uh, but basically, some scientists produced evidence that they argued suggested that carrageenans caused inflammation uh, and may even lead to things like colitis, IBS, and colon cancer. Other scientists, though, refuted this evidence as flawed and misleading. But as often goes with these things, some consumers uh, called for a ban. Uh, you know, you read those headlines and you're like, wow. You're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. And then some companies in response did remove it from their products. In 2016, the National Organic Standards Board, which is a citizen's advisory group that issues recommendations to the USDA, voted that carrageenan be removed from the ingredients and products that can receive the USDA organic label. And in 2018, the FDA confirmed that carrageenan can be used safely in food products. So it's been a real back and forth yeah. uh, with this. Yeah. Uh, so, right. Like, like what happened here is that some some research came out from, um, from laboratory studies and some animal studies. Um, so no studies in living humans, but rather mm-hmm. in tissue samples and in animals. Uh, so, some research came out that, yes, um, the, the, the polygenins that I was talking about earlier can be produced from contact with acids and can have these negative results. Um, however, um, the, the the flip side, like the the scientists refuting this as as being flawed and misleading, they're saying like, well, but you didn't, you weren't looking at humans. You weren't looking at like in live human studies. That's not what you were doing. So saying that they're dangerous is um, we can't say that yet. We don't we don't know. Um, mm-hmm. but right, like the controversy, I, I missed all of this happening, by the way. Um, apparent, there, there are like all of these, uh, like blogs from around like 2016 to 2018 that are debating it. And, mm-hmm. uh, I missed the whole thing. So I feel real proud of me for that one, actually. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> flew under your radar. Other things are happening in those years. <laughs> uh, yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's still ongoing, yeah. still mm-hmm. a conversation. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have more to say about it. Um, but for now, I think that's pretty much what we got about carrageenan. That is, uh, we if 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 you have any thoughts or feelings about it, um, if there if you use it in your own kitchen, please tell me about that. Oh my yeah. heck! If you happen to be a research human who has looked into any of this, oh geez, that's so cool. Um, uh, but right. Yeah. For now, that's what we've got. We do have some listener mail for you, though. We do. And we will get into that after one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. 
Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with <laughs> it's not really accurate, like not quite the right seaweed, I think, but <laughs> uh, that's that's fine. I got like a like a bubbling from the deep kind of kind of vibe. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Works yeah, for yeah. either seaweed or you know, Cthulhu. Ah. Well <laughs> that's what I'm always going for. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so our first message is from, I think, Seamus. Again, it wasn't signed, but that was the name and the uh, the email address. So okay, whoever it was, thank you. Um, <laughs> and they wrote about our turtle episode. I just listened to that episode, and you were not kidding about the wild twists and turns that were coming. When I got back home, I couldn't resist telling everyone else in the house about it. So now everyone knows that Prohibition saved the turtles. <laughs> I have to share one of my favorite notes from Miss Leslie's Directions for Cookery, 1837. She has a recipe for mock turtle soup made with a calf's head and writes this underneath. We omit a recipe for real turtle soup as when that very expensive, complicated, and difficult dish is prepared in a private family, it is advisable to hire a first-rate cook for the express purpose. An easy way is to get it ready-made in any quantity you please from a turtle soup house. It's the only time in the entire book that she tells people to just get takeout. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Don't even try. Yeah, like, man, I'll get that one from, yeah, yeah, from a professional. You're not going to like it. Yeah. You're not going to, you're going to be mad at the end. Yeah. 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 It's not worth it. Have, let someone else deal with the turtle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Legit. Pretty funny. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I do always love like like there there are some episodes that I'm like oh that was a fun episode that was fine um and then there are some episodes where like everyone that I know has to hear about whatever it is for the next yes. week because I'm like have you heard about turtle soup? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're like what? No, why? <laughs> Uh oh, <laughs> Lauren's gonna tell us all about turtle soup. <laughs> oh, yes, heck. yeah, it is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. uh, Joe wrote, "You asked, and I am answering the call for Sherry memories. Both come from trips abroad. Uh, the first one I studied abroad in the south of France. One of our field trips was to the lovely seaside town of Cassis. Uh, I'm saying that right? Yeah, Cassis, not far from Marseille." We took a boat tour of the famous Calanque, a steep and narrow limestone inlets along the coast in the morning, and basked on the beach in the afternoon. As students, we would usually go for cheaper lunch options like sandwiches from the um, boulangerie uh, bakeries. But for this trip, I was putting my foot down. We were by the sea, and by golly, did I want a proper sit-down meal with local seafood. Some of my classmates were of the same mind, because a small group of us wandered the narrow streets of Cassis in search of lunch. We ended up in a tiny place with the most wonderful and welcoming proprietor, whose name I unfortunately cannot remember. What I do remember is how genuinely delighted he was that we were learning French and how kind he was with our stumbling attempts at conversation. After an incredible seafood soup, he presented our group with complimentary digestifs, um, uh, an alcoholic drink served after a meal believed to help with digestion. For the men in our group, it was either brandy or port, and for us ladies, it was sherry. It went down so smoothly, and I was surprised at how good it tasted. It was the perfect end to a meal that I still think of as one of the best I've ever had. The second sherry memory comes from Spain. A visit to Seville, or Seville, uh, was my first trip abroad since COVID started. As we wandered through beautifully tiered, tree-lined squares, uh, the trees were usually bitter orange trees laden with fruit, our tour guide mentioned that we had just missed the uh, Feria de Abril, uh, a famous festival. In Seville, uh, one of the key features of the festival is its chosen drink, the rebujito. Uh, it comes from the word arribujar, uh, uh, to jumble or mix up. She said that Seville gets so hot that you need an icy, refreshing cocktail to make it through the festivities. So the rebujito is a favorite. It's a mixture of Sprite and dry sherry, uh, fino or manzanilla, uh, topped with mint. I've read that ratios differ, but half and half, or one part sherry to two parts Sprite, are the most common. Can confirm, the weather was meltingly hot when we were there, and Rebujito would have hit the spot. Alas, I was not able to enjoy one until I was back in the U.S., where I promptly hunted down some Fino sherry and Sprite and shared it with friends at a dinner party, and, oh wow, there is just something about the complex flavors of the sherry mixed with the Sprite, and now it's become my go-to summer cocktail. Give it a try. I think you'll love it, too. Ooh. Ha. I never would have thought of pairing that, but same. I I bet like in the summer, you know. Atlantic is pretty hot in the summer, so I'm sure I'll be looking for a refreshing cocktail. It does. Oh yeah. Um mm-hmm. I uh my go-to is to put soda water, like just plain soda water in pretty much anything um mm-hmm. to make it a fun cocktail um mm-hmm. and i and i never i'm so fascinated by the way that the countries outside of the u.s deal with like american soda pop um yeah. because i feel like there's like a different vibe to it in other places like i it's i consider it like like it really reminds me of childhood like it's kind of like a kid's yeah. drink in my head and i feel like that is not what it's considered in a lot of other countries so 
Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, but right. Like I bet like, like a mm-hmm. little lemon lime flavor, a nice, nice dry sherry. Oof. Yes. And also that, I mean, it's not like out of the ordinary, but I have been craving some fresh seafood and some fresh seafood by like the coast. Oh, right. Oh. Oh, that sounds so lovely. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Ha- I I haven't I haven't traveled since COVID. Um, yeah. Um, we're we're talking about taking a work trip soon, and it's going to be the first time I'll have been on a plane since the shutdown, Me which too. is wild. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, gosh, now I want that so hard. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, maybe we can make it happen. Okay. Maybe we can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, in the meantime. Thank you to both of these listeners for writing in. If you mm-hmm. would like to write to us, you can. Our email is hello at saverpod.com. We are also on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod. And we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, uh, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening. And we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.